Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. And... Oh boy. <laughs> it's been... It's been a Ben recently. It's been a Ben. So today we bring you... Miscellaneous. Part 3. Yes. So we got a bunch of stuff that we don't we don't think would make a full episode but we still want to talk about sooner or later so let's start off with uh so remember genshin we talked about it like four months ago <laughs> yeah i think we think about four months ago yeah yeah what's genshin been doing uh genshin's been doing um i actually cannot remember when when like temporally in relation to our episode that Falling Stars event happened. But uh, at some point after that, there were other events. There was a, there, They released a new snowy area, which is kind of cool. It also is a major pain in the ass, but it's kind of cool. It is a pain in the ass, yes. Uh, there was a quest. There was a big like event thing there. I didn't do it. <laughs> I got the sword. <laughs> I got the sword, at least. Um, Fair enough. A lot of banners, as is to be expected. Yeah. Um, Had some good banners, kinda, some bad banners, some boring banners, some exciting banners. <laughs> I kind of fell off playing Genshin. Uh, I figured I'd come back when a like cool banner came out, or like there was like a like actual like major content edition. Yeah. Well, a same. cool banner came out. <laughs> <laughs> Hu Tao. And, uh, she, I, I had all these Prima gems saved up. I had about almost 9,000 and I'm like, all right, I, I should be saving these. Like I want Klee. I want Chi Chi. I, I want those two characters. And I think there was like one other I wanted. I don't remember. If I, if I don't remember, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, so I, so I go, I go to roll, uh, I put, I put 10, 10 wish tokens in, and I get, I get, I get Jang Lang, and I get, uh, Water Boy. I'm like, alright, cool, nice, two four stars in a row. Uh, put, put 10 more wish tokens in. I get two Janglings. <laughs> that's that's been a. I'm not the only person who's been who's been getting like nothing but Janglings. And yes, I know I'm horrifically mispronouncing her name. I don't care. <laughs> I know it's Zhongling, but but you don't care. Janglings funnier. Yeah, I mean, I will take a quick div- diversion to say that I have noticed that in like the event wishes, for at least for me. I get two of the characters, like, a ton of drops from them, but I never get the third character. And then, of course, there's the, you know, banner character. But that's a whole other discussion. See, I always roll for, like, one of the four stars. I always end up getting the banner character. <laughs> <laughs> Diona, that's the one I wanted. Four star. I, I sunk, like, 50 wishes. I didn't get Diona. <laughs> but you did get Child. I didn't get Chill Day. I didn't want Chill Day. 
But uh, I put in I put in another ten wish tokens. I let it run. I see it coming down. I see gold. I I'm like I'm I'm so excited. I'm happy. Like, yes, yes, yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. It's Ni Kuang. <laughs> and you remember because you were you were not there there, but you were there. I sent you a screenshot of her. I'm like, Genshin, why have you done this? Yes, I do remember this. It was literally two days ago, I think. Yeah, and then I get I get another Jangling just to rub salt into it. <laughs> and then I get Hu Tao in that banner, in that ten roll. I got two five stars. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was the most glorious thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Well, it's one of the top ten most glorious things that's ever happened to me in my life. So I, I just want to recap, from my perspective, what happened. <laughs> so you are, like, rolling, and you're, like, complaining. <laughs> you get Zhongling. And, like, come on, go for four! Because <laughs> you just got it, like, three times in a row. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, fuck. I got Keshing. Yeah, I, I just remembered. It was Keqing. I got the character from the previous banner. Literally the banner right before this one. I thought the game had glitched. You're like, oh, fuck. I just wasted all my Prima Gems. And so I joked, oh, boy. Time to start counting to 70. Because <laughs> 70 is when the soft pity starts, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But then, another Zhangling. And then, the beauty, the majesty, mother Hu Tao comes down mother. to bless us. Two five stars like, in one roll. That I've never seen that happen to me. It's like God sending mana down from heaven. Beautiful. I, I did get I did get Nikuang again, this banner. <laughs> Uh, because I was trying to get a second Hu Tao, because I wanted to complete her constellation. I got Ni Kuang. And I cannot pronounce her name, so... That's not, that's not intentional. I literally cannot pronounce her name. I think it's Ning Kuang? I don't know. In any case... In any case, I got Hu Tao in 30 wishes. Beautiful. Of course, we don't know how many he rolled before that, so we can't properly calibrate for if this was pity or luck. Either way, this this was both because I knew <laughs> I was do I knew I was do a pity, but I was on the fifty fifty. Ah, and I got <laughs> and so that's why I was super that was, I was super pissed when I got keyching because I knew that I I fall on the bad side of that coin flip. Apparently, the coin landed upright. <laughs> Hey, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. So, what did, what did you realize about Hu Tao, like, immediately after you got her? And you started running around and playing with her? Uh, she's very short. Yeah, she's very short. <laughs> and she has long hair. She has very long hair. <laughs> Not very long hair. She has pretty long like, hair. She, she's got long hair. She doesn't, have, she doesn't have long hair, she has long hair. Okay. Long is longer than long. Yes, but it's not, like, super long. No, it's not like super long. Yeah, but it's it's, it's pretty it's, long. It's long. It's long. And she has fire powers. And she has fire powers. And she has an amazing hat. Yes. 
And she has a cool coat. And she has an amazing coat. Basically, what we're saying is she's a Shauna clone. She She's a non-Sundere Chinese Shauna clone. But we're not entirely certain on the Sundere part, so... Nah, she, she's not. Are we sure? She... She's like the she's like the lovable prankster archetype, except her pranks usually involve death. Okay, <laughs> she's really creepy. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> but uh, in terms of gameplay, she's she's fantastic. Um, she she actually kind of plays a little bit like Childe. Uh, okay, I'm intrigued. I mean, hey, like I got Chile because you know, like five star, but uh, she plays a little bit like Chile. She's very she's she's based. Now I've been told by people on the internet with no credentials that so obviously she incredibly is, trustworthy. She is like between Venti and Diluc in terms of power. And then someone said, so she's a Klee, and someone said, she's, like, a little bit stronger than Klee. Wow. All I know is she's she's decent. First off, all I know is that Diluc sucks. <laughs> I hate Diluc. <laughs> I know he's supposed to be, like, the most powerful character in the game so far. Well, I don't care. See, Diluc is the worst. See, the thing is about Di- Diluc is that he's really, really strong if you build him one way. If you build him the, the bog-standard crit damage and uh attack with wolf's gravestone he's super op he kills anything in like two hits yeah thing is if i want to play a game that involves spreadsheets for fun it's not going to be genshin impact that is fair there's a lot of other games you can play if you want to play spreadsheets there (laughs) there are games that are basically literally spreadsheets yeah there's also just playing with a spreadsheet. I do that all the time. Hu <laughs> Tao, she she's based she she's heavily skill based. In that, because uh, it's all about like stamina management, energy management, health management. Yeah. Because uh, her basic attack is with a spear, and she's pretty pretty good. It it can hit multiple people, so you know, pretty good in crowds. Um. The only way for her to deal elemental damage is to sacrifice, like, her elemental, her E skill, if you press the E key. Yes. Uh, it it gives, it turn, it converts her attacks to dealing pyro damage, but it sacrifices a proportion of her health. Okay. So you have to sacrifice health on her to do damage. But then, because as you deal elemental damage, you gain energy... When her her elemental burst fills up, that deals AOE pyro damage, and based on the amount of people it hits, she gains back health. That's very nice. So you have it, it's skill based in that you have to be constantly managing your health, managing your your energy gain, and your stamina because her heavy attack uh, puts blood blossoms on people, which deals like damage over time. Ooh, nice! And like I think it lowers their pyro resistance. That's useful. So that's that's why that's why I compared her to Childe, like his ah, like tide marker gotcha. thing that he does. And can you pop those with her ultimates? No, they don't. They don't really pop. Ah, they just but bleed. That's fair. So that's she's fair. she. 
uh, I know precisely how I as soon as I as soon as I got her, I knew precisely how I wanted to build her like full energy regen so that <laughs> she can pop her, her 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 tactical ability, slaughter everyone like deal ton of damage around her, get get a full burst, burst it, get all her health back, pop it again, <laughs> and deal more damage enough to by the time the cooldown on the ultimate's done, she has her energy back. That's how I want to build her. All right, that's fair. I just I don't have the artifacts for it uh, or the weapons for it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> she also does more damage uh, the lower her health is. Ah. And she gains back more health with her ultimate the lower her health is. So again, health management. She's she's great. She's in, she, she 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 requires skill. Most of the time, I've gotten the pattern down. Sometimes she still dies horribly. Oh, that's a shame. There's actually uh, the last character that was released has a similar mechanic. Zhao. Kuching. No, Zhao. Kuching's been in the game since the beginning. Um, yeah, but her banner was last time. But, okay, the, the one before that. I haven't played in like a month, so forgive me. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> but Zhao, I, I, sad to say, I spent so much time simping for Zhongli. I switched him out for Zhao. Because, I mean... Rock Daddy is good, but Wind Boy, Wind Boy Lancer is fucking badass. He's like Raiden from Metal Gear Rising. Basically, his elemental ability allows him to just dash around, and he can also use it in the air or while you're or while you're gliding, which is really nice. So you know, mm-hmm. if you're like gliding from somewhere, you can go. It just shoots you horizontally so you can get to glide faster. Or, well, you glide farther, I suppose. Semantics. It's really useful. I like it. It also does damage if you pass through somebody. And then his ultimate, he puts on a mask and he does extra, um, what's what you call it? Wind damage. Animo. Animo, yes. Thank you. He does extra animo damage on all his basic attacks. Uh, massively increased AoE for his basic attacks. He's a basic attack monster at that point. And also, his jump height is greatly increased. So, you know, normally you'd, like, jump half a foot off the ground or something. Yeah. Yeah, he jumps, like, above the... Like, up to the faceplates of the big, burly uh, Lawa Charles, the big dudes. The really big dudes. You jump all the way up there. With his ultimate on. There are like a several Oculuses that I could that you could probably just easily get using that ability. <laughs> oh no, I don't doubt it. It's super useful, and I've I've actually popped it to get like uh get somewhere once or twice or like three, four times. It happens more often than you think. Cause he's got a pretty low charge ability. And Animo reacts with everything. So. Oh yeah, Animo's the best. My my traveler uses Animo exclusively, and I just got a. I was rolling for the staff of Homa to equip uh, Hu Tao with. Yeah, and I ended up getting um, this sword. I don't remember its name. It's like Akila Akila something. I think it's, you it's, mentioned it's it some me. sort of like yeah, it's some sort of like Animos. It basically it's. 
No, I think I think my I'm thinking think of my gladiator artifacts that I just got. Whatever. Uh my my traveler, similar. Animo Traveler, they're beast. Um <laughs> They do uh like bonus animo damage. And then every like a number of attacks they deal like just an extra animal attack that pushes enemies back. And every time they use their tactical ability, well, not every time, like every 10 seconds, they gain 2% of their health back. Oh, hot damn. And every time they take damage, uh, every like one in five times they take damage, they gain their health back. <laughs> that is pretty nice. Yeah, like people are like, oh, like, like use Dilu, blah, blah, blah. No, Traveler is OP. Especially since, <laughs> uh,. The Traveler can, like, you know, pick up... They can switch between Geo and Animo. And I'm fairly certain, like, 99.99% certain that that, like, trend is going to continue. Oh, definitely. So when they release, like, the Electro Country and the, like, Water Country and all... You can, like, you can switch. So, like, I'm imagining there is no one more uh, useful, more... um, Crap, what's the word? I can't English. Versatile. Yes. As as the traveler, if you have the traveler in your party, you can just swap out your your boost. You do have to make a trip to a uh, statue, though. You can just teleport, though. You can teleport literally directly to a statue. Well, yeah, I know, but what if you like you come across a problem? It's like, oh, Electro would be perfect for this, and then you're like, okay, got to go back to the Electro statue, switch it out, and then oh, now I got to find where I was. Yeah, but if you're if you're like you have limited XP material to keep like people upgraded. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. The traveler is your jack of all of all trades because they you, they keep upgrade their upgrades not not their constellation but they keep their actually their skill upgrades don't stay with them either. Yeah, but like the the like the base stats that get upgraded. Oh so yeah, you're not no, having definitely. to upgrade Chong Yun from level one to get ice. Okay, fair enough. Or is Chi Chi the only ice one that, that's a five star? There's, there's uh, Diona, there's, there's Chi Chi, and there's Chong Yu. There's Gan Yu. Who's that? Uh, the goat. Oh yeah, she's she's ice. Yeah, she's a she's a cryo. Yeah, I never went for her. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, she's a goat. I just saw Hu Tao, I'm like, huh, interesting. Then I saw her trailer, I'm like, huh, interesting. Then I saw her other trailer, I'm like, okay, I have to have it. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times, good times. So yeah, the my my not so humble brag, I got Hu Tao. <laughs> now well I I I, I have Hu Tao. I want Klee, but I don't need Klee anymore, because I have Hu Tao. Yeah, but think about it this way. If you have both Klee and Hu Tao, you get to activate the uh, the Pyro Resonance ability for your party, which gives your entire party plus 15% attack or something. Yeah, but then I might as well just throw Zhongling into it, because she gives plus 25% Pyro to, the entire, to all Pyro in the party. Wait, seriously? Yeah, that's why she's... Hu Tao's banner is probably one of the best banners for just an entire party because all of the support, like it's 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 Hu Tao, and then you got like other supports that work extremely well with her. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. No, Hu Tao's banner is actually pretty freaking amazing. All right then. From the perspective of me, someone who is authoritative on nothing. <laughs> You're authoritative on some things. 
which we'll get into later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, Hu Tao's banner is pretty good. Hu Tao is pretty amazing. Uh... Hu Tao. Hu Tao. I mean, really, that's that's the entire purpose of this section of the episode. Is just you wanted to brag because you got yeah, Hu Tao. I got Hu Tao. <laughs> I got, you're like, oh yeah, I got two Tao. Oh, and also I got two five stars in one roll. <laughs> yeah, know. I don't care though. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't care, care about getting two five stars. You're just like Hu Tao. I got Hu Tao. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'd care more about Keyching if Inazuma wasn't the next area to be unlocked, because Keyching uh, uses uh, like a regular sword, and so does the Traveler. Yeah. And again, the Traveler can use will be able to use Electro. Uh, yeah, so. That's true. <laughs> I mean. Kushing's been part of my party ever since I unlocked her, so to, See, if it to each their own. <laughs> if it weren't that, if I if I knew that like, that Inazuma wasn't coming, like I guess relatively soon, uh, Keyching would probably be a may, would be my party. Yeah, that's especially fair. since I have Hu Tao, so just like overload reactions. Uh, overload. That is that is good stuff. That is good stuff. Good stuff. Good. 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 As of right now, I have Traveler, uh, Childe, because Childe works kind of good with... She, he, Childe works okay with Hu Tao. Hu Tao, and as always, Noel. Of course. I got my main damage dealer, my ranged damage dealer, my secondary damage dealer, and my Noel. <laughs> I laugh, but she's a solid, like, bruiser support tank... She's she's all she's a very well-rounded character. She is the best tank in the game, and if you disagree with me, you are wrong. <laughs> You're probably right, but she she the damage she can tank with with the, with the Loda I have for her. If she drops below ninety percent health, she gets a bonus to defense, <laughs> and she already gets stronger just based on her defense. Oh, that's silly. That's silly. Noel pairs actually pretty decently with Hu Tao because Hu Tao do a bunch of damage, swap to Noel, tank the enemy's response, use her shield and health back ability to get Hu Tao back up to health, swap back to Hu Tao, rinse and repeat. And of course, my traveler is just OP. Yeah, and then you're like, <laughs> unlock the forbidden seals and send in the traveler to kill whatever's in his way. My traveler has sixteen hundred attack. Uh, that's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, my Cushing has like twenty four hundred attack. Yeah, but what level is your Keyching? Uh, eighty, eighty five. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm seventy. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that, no, I had like twenty two hundred on my Cushing at level seventy. <laughs> Whatever. Let's not compare to, builds. To be fair, I was building purely for attack. <laughs> yeah, that was my, all my I traveler. Built for. My travel actually has really good health. Well, that's good. Nice and survivable. Uh, decent defense. They can tank a hit. They're, they can tank a hit more from the size of their health bar than from actual like defense rating. That's fair. But just, your traveler's a nice solid core for the rest of your team to build around. Yeah. I won't be replacing Noel until I get until I get Chi Chi or they basically create Chi Chi but not. <laughs> because I need I need like I need a good healer for for Hu Tao. Yeah. And there are other healers. 
but uh, I need like a really good healer. I I with who I need ice, I need cryo, and I need a healer, and I can't. Like I guess Diona would work. Yeah, she's not a great healer from my experience. She's I not tr- a great healer. I no, tried but... replacing my Barbara with Diona, and it it's just not the same. Oh yeah, they changed the they changed Barbara's voice lines. Oh, they did. Yeah. I noticed, actually, and at first I thought I had just gone insane like I usually do, but no, <laughs> apparently they really did. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I, I did hear something about that, but I was I thought it was just related to promotional stuff, but... Supposedly, the original voice lines are actually, like, the, the ones they discarded, but they accidentally put them in. <laughs> they But there's like, oh, it's not, like, a huge deal, so they just never got around to changing it until now and now everybody's like hey what'd you do with the old voice lines they were kind of better i mean i don't like barbara but <laughs> <laughs> they they somehow made barbara slightly worse oh poor barbara what good is she eh, that's a very good question i mean she's not even a real doctor but then again that's more of a mark on monstadt than a <laughs> mark on her I think I commented on that. Like, I was doing Jean's because I'm like, why did I take Jean after she lost consciousness? Did I just drag her body to to the church? Not to a doctor. To the church. To have Barbara take over her. Take care of her. Who, not not knocking on Barbara. I'm absolutely knocking on Barbara. But she moonlights as a, as a, as a singer. Not a lot of medical skill there. Yeah, but she has she's working like three. Like. She's working like three jobs. None of which she's particularly good at. <laughs> None of which she's good at. Poor Barbara. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, Genshin update. Um, yeah, still still fun. Yeah. Okay, I I guess I'll have to jump back in a bit. Play around a bit, maybe. Get my Zhao up to as high as level as I can. So, uh, on to our second topic, uh, the one you suggested. Yes. So this is actually from something you mentioned when you were watching Seraph of the End. And it's basically how anime uses, like, religious references in their world building and and naming of stuff. (laughs) Yes. So for a bad example, let's talk about Seraph of the End. (laughs) Uh, b- by the way, people who listen to Anime Stroganoff, I watched Seraph of the End. <laughs> I watched the first season. I don't think it's even technically white. I think it's like made as two parts, but I watched the first 12 episodes. Dear sweet God. I don't, there, I, I, I've had more miserable experiences watching anime. Uh, this is still in the top 10 though. Yeah. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about specifically we're not Seraph here to of talk the about End. That, no. We're here to talk about <laughs> Seraph of the End is just what made me notice this. It opened my eyes. <sighs> yeah, religion. You know, I I don't want to say specifically Western religion, but I, I suppose that's 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 what, what's why I guess I notice more because I have more of a basis for comparison. Yeah, yeah. I I live I live in the West. I live in the United States. Uh that's the, most of my frames of reference involve the United States. And so you notice when people aren't using <laughs> biblical lore properly. 
I mean, admittedly, American television is very guilty of that as well, but... Oh, absolutely. Okay, so let's just, let's let's run through what Seraph of the End did real quick, for context. What kind of stuff, what kind of stuff did they do? I remember something about Four Horsemen. Oh, dear sweet God. The Four Horsemen. The Four Horsemen of John. Something that aggravates me. <laughs> you had to bring it up. You had to remind me. That was the most memorable thing. <laughs> the Four Horsemen of John. Like, three lies for the price of one. <laughs> so, I'm assuming that the Four Horsemen of John is a reference to the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse from the, I believe, the Book of Revelations. I say I believe because there's a lot of books of the Bible, and they may have been in other ones. Very true. Uh, I have I have so many complaints. One, there's not four of them. They're literally just like a generic monster name. Like it's a four horseman, not not even a fourth horseman, a four horseman. Is it like made so that of already four aggravates me? Things? No, it's a giant monster. What's the what? It's just a generic giant monster. I don't even think they're particularly horse shaped, or person shaped. I'm pretty sure you'd require one of those two things. <laughs> That's just generic. They're just generic giant monsters. Um, so yeah, uh, the four horsemen of John. I, I guess they could be referring to the other name of the Book of Revelations, which is the the Gospel of John. That's not the Gospel of John. It's the Apocalypse of John. That's what it's called. The Revelation to John. Not John, the guy who wrote the Book of John. Completely different John. There's there's a lot of modern generic names in the Bible. <laughs> I get that uh, if you didn't research it, that you might be confused if you saw like it referred to as the Apocalypse of John. That you might go, oh, like, same John. No, it's not the same John. It's a completely different, completely unrelated, completely unknown John. That's that's a deep cut reference in that case. <laughs> it, so the Seraphs, uh, Seraph and, and Seraph, so Seraph, I'm 99% assuming they're referring to the Seraphim, which are one of the types of angels depending on your uh, theological beliefs. <laughs> yes. Uh, in this case, they are... I didn't get far enough to truly understand, but they're just like two dudes who, I guess, have magic powers. I mean, that's nothing new. It's anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have... Could have called them, like, Nephilim or something cool like that I, I think i mentioned this symphogear is probably the most biblically accurate anime yeah, yeah. i've ever seen yes i love it and it fucking shouldn't be <laughs> i mean this is an anime where he pissed off um babylonian immortal babylonian priestess creates who's a, god's psycho ex-girlfriend god's psycho ex-girlfriend who creates a a wave motion cannon out of the Tower of Babel to destroy the moon. And 
it somehow manages to be the most biblically accurate anime I've ever seen. <laughs> and that angers me. <laughs> it, I mean, it helps. That it it kind of helps that it's not strictly biblical references. Yeah, I guess that probably does help. Like, because there's a lot of uh, Mesopotamian stuff in there. A few, I think, a few Egyptian bits. Not a lot though. Most mostly like Mesopotamian, and a, just a little bit of Bible Bible stuff for like flavor. Because like the the Nephilim shows up in season two uh, as an antagonist, and it's like a nuclear reactor but alive. Obviously, that's not actually what a Nephilim is, I assume. I mean, I don't there know. Are, there are multiple different beliefs on as to what that counts as. Fair enough. But uh, that's not... That's not a... Uh, oh, dear God. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's just list some other anime that have really bad religious stuff about them. Um... Uh, I'm trying to think, but I think I might have purged them all from my memory after same. watching Seraph of the End. I know a lot of anime like to use totally not Christianity. Yeah. And they're like, where it's like, it has all the trappings of Christianity. Crosses, giant churches, etc. I'm suddenly reminded of Holy Night. <laughs> I'm suddenly reminded of uh, a certain magical index. Oh, hey! Not for, I, I only watched the first nine episodes because I'm, like, trying to, like, watch it with, like, the weird, like, basically the machete order of the Index universe. Yeah. But, um, she's wearing a reverse-engineered Shroud of Turin. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, have, I have so many questions, and they, I don't think they will ever be answered. At least they weren't answered in the first nine episodes. Didn't? It explode when the main character touched it. Yeah, the main character touched it and exploded off her body. It was actually, I oh my god, I think that was like the only memorably funny moment from Index. All right, fair enough. That and the sort of inherent dark humor that involved her getting freaking impaled. Very, very dramatic um, swings there. But like, and then circling back to Holy Night, obviously, it's trash. Yes. So, but I want to say they didn't really have a good understanding of holy water. How does holy water work? How is holy water supposed to work in, like, biblical lore, I guess? Is that I don't even know if a... it, I don't know if it does. <laughs> I don't know if it's in biblical lore. Figures. Because, you know, they were just, like, soaking bullets in holy water. So that they could go fight vampires or something. And I don't know if that's how holy water works. Uh I'm trying to th I'm trying to think if there was any other like big anime that used uh what about Evangelion? We haven't watched that yet. <laughs> but yeah. I know there's a lot of like weird We can do an entire episode on that one later. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh Eh. Helsing. Yeah. 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 A lot of weird Catholic stuff. I don't know how accurate. I mean, obviously, there's the completely inaccurate, like, superpowered artifacts and stuff parts, but. 
feel like I should insert mandatory disclaimer here that I am not a Catholic. <laughs> Neither am I. My 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 religious education uh, may have some holes in it on on certain subjects. So a lot of this is based on what I've picked up personally. We could we could probably do a whole episode on the Bible. <laughs> speaking of, actually speaking of anime that, stroganoff but... does the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will be glorious. It's a 24-part series where we take apart the Bible and critique every instance of it, except for that one part <laughs> where a girl refuses to get off a bag because she tells her dad she's menstruating. I I, I don't know if I'm misremembering that. Uh, you're not entirely misremembering that. Yeah, she was. they were hiding something in their bags. Yes. And they were camel bags. I don't know. It doesn't matter what they were specifically. And her dad's like, hey, can I get a hug? My daughter of mine? And she's like, sorry, dad. Uh, I can't get up from this spot. I'm on my period. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Thanks for making the situation needlessly awkward. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, so no, that that scene, that's fine. Everything else... <laughs> everything else is just... We'll, we'll get to it when we get to it, okay? We will cover the Bible when we cover the Bible. But anyways... Faith Stay Night gets a slight pass because at least they acknowledge that the Holy Grail is literally just a fancy cup they decided to call the Holy Grail for the lulls. So, simply explaining the fact that, oh yeah, like, the Holy Grail we're fighting over isn't the actual Holy Grail, we just call it that because it sounds cool. They get one pass for one of their mistakes. Okay. But moving on from that. Yeah. Not quite moving on. So, looping back to Genshin Impact. Looping so, back to Genshin Impact, Okay, so we, right. No, 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 it, it, this is just a one-off mention, how we were looking at fanfiction, and I found a crossover between Genshin Impact and the Bible. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was. I didn't read it because it was. It looked. It didn't look very good, but the fact that it exists is hilarious. So here's the description of it: When Joshua tries to get past the kingdom of Jericho to enter the promised land, he gets more than he bargained for. But then everything turns to him when mysterious interlopers come in to save the day. I don't know what this is. Fan fiction is the path to many secrets that some might call unnatural. Fucking understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Just some of the some of the fan fiction titles that you sent me over the last week have been disturbing. Yeah, if I I got in, I got back into Genshin, so I go I go to archive of my uh, of our own first mistake, uh, and I look at Genshin. I'm like, oh wow, ten thousand. All right, forty percent of it is just like incredibly horny. It's in forty no forty forty percent of it is just porn. Yeah, I know. The rest of it is still horny. <laughs> yeah, it's I have found maybe ten decent ones, ten. Out of 10,000, that is an oceanic quantity of piss being taken right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's take a moment to mention people, shippers, who ship... Oh dear god, the shippers. <laughs> shippers who ship, like, 
canonically ace characters. <laughs> and also shippers who ship characters that are not interested in relationships at all. That is all. Public service announcement. <laughs> anime struggling off. Shippers fuck off. <laughs> I'm just I'm just mad that Zhao slash fix exists. Zhao with literally everyone. He he is shipped with everyone. Why let the lonely boy be lonely? Ugh. Ugh. I am angry. <laughs> but uh, moving on from that, uh, just a few. Oh, this is a, this is a miscellaneous episode. Just a few bits here and there. So um, let's just uh, let's do this a miscellaneous sub segment. I mentioned miscellaneous miscellaneous. I mentioned last time that I'd talk about the airbag helmets in Aldnoa Zero. Yes. So let me talk about the airbag helmets in Aldnoa Zero. Please do so. They are mildly cool as a concept, but they are absolute trash. Number one, I don't think we've ever seen a single one of them activate in a situation that would actually be like protect from a head injury. They just sort of activate all the time, with like, despite whatever manner of injury the person has had. Secondly, they only cushion the head. They don't cushion like the like the back of the neck or the spine or anything. So like, yeah, you don't crack your your head open like an egg, but you've dislocated, you, like you've severed your your spine and you're now paralyzed from the neck down, inside a co- the crushed cockpit of a giant robot, <laughs> unable to signal for help. And then you just starve to death. I literally cannot think of a single time they ever saved someone's life. And I can't think of a single time when people either, they die anyway, or it activates in a situation where it wouldn't have saved them. Which I guess means that they know how dumb they are. Like the the people making Elnoa Zero. But then why include them at all? Then again, why include giant robots at all? But that's just me. I mean, by all means, um, go ahead and do your rants on uh, on why you don't like giant <sighs> robots. That that is in that that rant will be intertwined throughout several other episodes because of the, of the pertinent bits to different things that will tie different topics. But uh, giant robots are. I have I, I've. Uh... First off, they're just dumb. I I don't see them as cool. I I, I see I, I see a giant robot. I'm like, why did you make a giant humanoid robot? And, uh, although a zero actually really pissed me off because like they're like shooting guns. They literally just have normal guns, not normal guns. Like it's I think they explicitly at one point mentioned a 75 millimeter can. I'm like, that's smaller than a tank gun. Why not just a tank? The tank has a <laughs> the the tank is more effective than the giant robot in this situation. You're not even, like, increasing the firepower. And then one of the giant robots drew a pistol. Why did you make a giant robot-sized pistol? What purpose does that serve? Sidearm? Why? To shoot what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. To shoot what? You already have a 75mm rifle for the giant robot. What could your, like, what could your pistol possibly do? That, that, that the rifle can't take care of. That is a very good question. 
And if you're like, oh, it's for like if you run out of ammo, why not just take the weight and space of the pistol? Because it's big enough for a giant robot. It's big. And replace that with more ammo. That is a very good point. <laughs> so I cannot think of anything that a, that a giant robot-sized pistol would accomplish. I'm done with that. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm done with that rant. That is... Okay. We, we will dive more into the psyche behind Eli's hatred of giant robots another time. It's not that I hate giant robots. I just don't like them, and people keep shoving them in my face. Not you. I mean literally everyone. I mean, I did make you watch Gundam. I Am Blooded Orphans was actually good, though. I didn't care for the giant robot fights, but, like, all the other stuff within it was really Everything good. around the giant robot fights was really good. The giant robot the which, fights themselves, though. Which is how you make me care about a, about a, about a mecha series. Have everything else be really good so that I don't care how stupid giant robots are. Iron Blood Orphans was really good. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the Gundam people, they would just make a political jo- drama if they didn't have to sell model kits. <laughs> yeah, I, to be fair, I, I, guess I, I guess I actually kind of sympathize with that. But then, of course, you've got the fact that at this point, there are a lot of people who are just generally, genuinely interested in giant robots as a concept. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. You complained about something. I'm going to complain about something now. Um, It's not related to anime, I think. All right. So I recently finished a mostly chronological rewatch of Star Wars, as in, like, okay. every, everything from <laughs> the first episode of The Clone Wars to Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Have you seen The Rise of Skywalker? Uh, was that the ninth movie? That is episode nine, yes. Yes, I've seen it. Okay, cool. About to have a hot take from Star Wars. All right, let's go. (laughs) I think that is a law of miscellaneous because we have to have a Star Wars hot take every episode. Okay, why are family names so important in Star Wars? Isn't it because it was? It's kind of like a space fantasy. No, it's like the. No? I mean, it is. It is space fantasy, but it's not like Space Game of Thrones. I, I got that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, all I'm saying is... I'm not disagreeing that it's dumb, but I'm just... It, it does somewhat make sense to me in the context of Star Wars being a space fantasy that everyone cares about names so freaking much. Does it, though? I mean, Gandalf doesn't have a last name. I mean, admittedly, he's like a... Isn't Gandalf his last name? Gandalf is his first... Gandalf is his name. And then he has various titles attached. Isn't this back when they, uh... I think, I think, but I think that's before they invented last names. I'm taking the piss, guys. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to have a siege of Lord of the Rings fans outside my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair. Anyways, but isn't no, the just... Baggins name important in, in Lord of the Rings? No. I vaguely, I vaguely recall from the beginning of uh, the Hobbit, the book. I never watched the movie, uh, movies. Uh, that like the the Baggins is like a like the combination of these two other like family lines, 
And it's like, it's like the Baggins are like vaguely, it's not that they're important, they're sort of like, I guess, an, an interesting novelty in, in the Shire or something. Correct me if I'm wrong, Lord of the Rings fans. I know that there is a detailed history spanning 50 pages on oh, this. 50? <laughs> the, oh, you, the Cliff Notes version. The Cliff Notes version. Oh, you meant just the uh, just the family history of Bilbo yeah. and Frodo. Okay, I know. That makes a lot more sense. I mean, still 50 pages. That's a little light. It's got to be at yeah. least 100. But, uh... But, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's super important where, like, the Baggins came from in relation to other people and really for like family lines and stuff, at least in, in the context of like the opening of the Hobbit. Okay. Yes. But which I'm pretty sure is immediately discarded anyway, but yes, exactly. <laughs> is it important that Frodo is a Baggins is, 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 is anyways. So, I mean, obviously we can agree that the, like how Han got his last name was stupid. Yeah. But I did not. I did not finish solo. <laughs> I yeah. think my brain tuned out somewhere along the line. I literally don't remember. It held interest, but it was kind of. It's it's a it's a bad example of a prequel. Rogue One was my favorite. Oh yeah, that's a good example of a prequel, expanding on a big event. I don't really mean like my, my favorite like of the side stories or like the prequels. I mean it's my favorite Star Wars film. Period. That's. Fair. I think I've said that before. Uh, yes, I think you have. Might be a might be a little hot, a little of a hot, too, a little too hot of a hot take, but I don't care. I, I like what I like. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, I can respect Rogue One. There's maybe a few moments where I'm kind of like eh on it, but overall, I I really like Rogue One. It's nice, tight. It gets what it wants to do done well. Um, I think the only like complaint is also like a big co- compliment compliment that a lot of people have for it, which is the Vader scene at the end. And it kind of it doesn't have a point really, where it's just Vader like no. chewing through a bunch of random rebel dudes. No, not in the slightest. Yeah, I I do not I do not care at all about the the vader scene yeah but the see the problem is it's created a sort of precedent and now everyone's sort of expect everyone of importance is expected to get their own vader hallway scene like uh luke got his pretty recently in a thing that i'm not going to spoil in case you haven't watched a certain thing but for whatever reason if you don't show people being like super badass on screen People won't believe they're super badass, which I mean sort of makes sense from a writing perspective, but at the same time, it's kind of like, <sighs> all I'm saying is, when people cry at a guy killing a bunch of droids over the tearful departure of a f- surrogate father and surrogate son pair, there's some misplaced priorities there. Anyways, we were talking about family names. Yes, we were. Yes. We got really off track Anyway, so there. family names is really stupid. Yes. I don't hate all family names, but just family names in general as a general concept, screw it. People can have one name, three names, 25 names. I'm going for a thousand personally, but you can have as many or as few names as you want. You don't need a fucking family name. God damn it. I think 
Uh, this will be the only thing I say on that because otherwise we wouldn't devolve to another 15 minute rant. I think part of the problem with why family names are so important in Star Wars is it's another thing. It's another part of the whole Vader hallway thing. It's it's like bringing in things from the original trilogy or from other things in order to like connect them and give them legitimacy and everything. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it makes sense, but it's also kind of annoying. I mean, all I'm saying is, spoilers for Rise of Skywalker, that everybody going, like, oh, you're a Palpatine, doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. What, is it, what does it mean to be a Palpatine? What is a Palpatine? Answer does she me. she even really count? No. She's not a Palpatine. She's the child of a clone of a Palpatine. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make any fucking sense, because... Okay, first of all, even if the Palpatines are, like, some big political dynasty, or... I'm not sure if they even are. If they even are, like, a political dynasty from Naboo or whatever. Doesn't really matter. Because Sheev is just the one dude. Who is the most notable Palpatine we have ever met. To be fair, there's a reason why no one calls themselves Mr. Hitler anymore. (laughs) No, but before that... (laughs) Before that, he was a respected statesman. (laughs) Presumably. I mean, he was kind of an I'm pretty sure people respected Hitler, too, at one point. (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's Hitler. Anyways. But then... Like... Okay. So... When Leia was revealed to be Luke's sister, they didn't, like, say, Oh, Leia's a Skywalker. It's just like, oh yeah, no, Leia is Luke's sister. It's not like... Well, yeah, I... slightly into my point again, because at that point it's the original trilogy, so they didn't need to try and prop things up against it. They weren't like, ugh. We need to say, that... we need to explicitly say that Leia is a Skywalker. She'll change her last name to Leia Skywalker now. We need to keep people invested. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But just them saying, but, you know, like, you're a Palpatine. Because I've been running it in my head last couple of days and just mocking it a little bit. It's like, you're a Palpatine. Like, what you're does that mean? Wizard, Harry. Uh, well, you know the old Emperor? <laughs> yeah? Wait. Wait, if I'm a Palpatine, does that mean I'm the Emperor? Well, yes and no. You're not the Emperor. You're the granddaughter of the Emperor? Then why didn't you just say that? <laughs> Again, if she's a child of a clone, then wouldn't that make her, like, the grandniece? It's complicated. Well, cause I assume that a clone would be, like, a brother to a person. From a legal standpoint. From a legal standpoint. I think, most likely, yes, it would be brother from a legal standpoint. <laughs> so, technically, so... She's, the, <laughs> she's the niece of Palpatine. Ugh. But that just doesn't have the same ring to it, right? You're... Palpatine's niece by way of fair, that would prob- his clone brother. <laughs> that, would, that would be hilarious, though. You know, you're destined for evil. Why? You're the niece of Hitler. <laughs> I'm Space Hitler's niece. Yes. So you're like three degrees removed, but... <laughs> Go be evil now. God, I love Star Wars, but just Rise of Skywalker is a little, a bit of a pain in the ass. 
I blame J.J. Abrams and also their really short production schedule. Like, just give them another gear. Let them, let them do their own thing. Let them figure it out. Get J.J. Abrams as far away from that project as possible. <laughs> Better idea. Let, did, let, did, let Kylo Ren be the main villain for the entire J. movie. J.J. Abrams also do Lost? I think so. Why were we expecting the guy who did Lost to give us a like clear cut answers on anything? <laughs> yeah, satisfying conclusion. I don't know, to be honest. I mean, uh, it's kind of like George R. R. Martin. We're just like you know, keep going, just keep the books coming, never, never end them. Uh, what's 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 someone else who can't give a satisfying conclusion? I want to say Gabe Newell, but that's more about just <laughs> not getting to number three. So not giving a satisfying conclusion by just not giving a conclusion at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe we loop this back to anime. What are some? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking through my list. What didn't have a satisfying conclusion? I was gonna say Old Noah Zero, but as we established, it wasn't the conclusion where Old Noah Zero went wrong. Very true. <laughs> Uh, I mean, um, I suppose there's uh, Darling in the Franks, but I, d- I dare not speak ill of Trigger. I never watched Darling in the Franks. Um, you didn't miss much. Actually, you missed quite a bit in like the first half, and then you missed nothing in the second half. Yeah, I saw Giant Robots, and I just said, okay, cool. Well, you see, giant ro- the Giant Robots are a <laughs> metaphor for sex. It's all just a giant metaphor. Wow. Until you get Bye. to the back half, <laughs> until you get to the back half of season two, at which point they're just giant robots who are not actually a metaphor for anything anymore, and it's kind of a mess. And they either needed an entire another season, or just to drop that entire plotline and just stick on the uh, the personal issues thing. You know what I? You know what I just figured. You know what I, just, I was looking through my list and I found that had a unsatisfying conclusion. What? Uh, the Madoka Magica movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Still waiting. Still waiting. Uh, uh Shaft. Yeah. Eight years now. It's yeah. been eight years. Very true. Very true. Oh, another another incredibly unsatisfying ending. Oh. What uh, do you got? Kite me? Liberator. Oh yeah. Dear that sweet thing. God. <laughs> Didn't it literally cut to black in the middle of a tr- dramatic showdown? Literally in the in the middle of like the 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 like emotional climax of the film, it it cuts to it smashes to credits. I for I swear I had to check to see if like my thing hadn't crashed. <laughs> I've whenever I said like top ten mo- like most miserable experiences I've had watching anime, this is number one. <laughs> and I was in I was like like lukewarm throughout most of the thing and then i started like getting actually invested at like you know the climax of the story like you know characters are reaching like are like starting to get to like conclusions of stuff blah 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 blah. and then no pull the pull the rug out for under me and then toss me into a bath full of acid i am so angry still you're still so angry didn't you watch that like two years ago i watched it like a year ago and i'm still livid yeah that checks out that checks out also, that that came out in two thousand eight. No conclusion to that either. Still, like no sequel, nothing. Thirteen years. Kite Liberator, get on it, like chop chop. They're not coming back. I don't care. I, I don't care. 
that was that was like getting kicked in the nuggets with a steel toe boot. Ooh. Ouch. Unsatisfying conclusions <laughs> are the worst. The yeah, the, they are the worst. The, the absolute worst. Did okay, so real quick, did we talk about redo, redo of healer <laughs> during our taste of the season? No, we didn't. Let's briefly mention uh, that because we're never going to talk about it again. <laughs> okay, um, I it's... almost selected it as one of my picks, not knowing what it was. <laughs> oh, God. but just looking at like the cover, my eyes glazed over. I'm like, oh, yay, Isekai. <laughs> I just moved on. Probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> yes, I mean props it's not technically isekai it's not a... technically it's peggy sue <laughs> it's a peggy which was sue isekai story. before there was isekai <laughs> the land before isekai that we'll need to talk about that some other time we'll part of our next isekai history oh that's a good idea um but yes peggy it's a peggy sue story where a guy becomes a hero is stuck as a healer, and when he heals people, he experiences all of their agony at once. Like, all pain they have ever felt in their life up to that point, he feels it in that singular moment that he heals them. So, yeah. that That's rough. He also apparently gets raped a bunch. Oh, yeah, no, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I was gonna mention that. Uh, a lot of, a lot of rape. Uh, they get him addicted to drugs or something, and basically everyone else in the story is a horrible person. And then he finds out he has the ability to time travel with his healing magic, which substitute healing magic for just like plot bullshit in, in, in this case. So you can do literally anything with healing magic, including change your face or uh, I want to say forge a sword or like mess with memories, which when he goes back in time to do everything over again, Rather than choose to live a fulfilling, happy life as far away from literally everyone who's ever wronged him, uh, no, he decides the shit must roll downhill. <laughs> Except in this case, it's a mountain, and he's dropping a mountain of feces on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he... I, I want to say... um, I forget if it was this show or hidden dungeon that's the one where he can uh no yeah no it was this one where he can like give xp to people by having sex with them yeah if Thanks you're asking healing. me i don't know yeah, i know you don't know i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> i'm just so confused i'm i'm so confused i saw a i <laughs> Part of what brought this on, talking about this, was... Well, we we went and looked at it, because we didn't know what it was, but we had been hearing noise about it a while back. And then we looked at it, and we were like, oh, shit. Thank goodness we did not talk about this. <laughs> I thought it was some, like, weird, etchy harem anime. So did I! <laughs> I saw it, and my eyes just glazed over. I was like, ugh, another... Okay, this one has a time travel thing. Whatever. Who cares? Maybe that was their plan. Maybe their plan was to make something that looked on the outside so generic that it would be able to just fly under the radar completely. Oh my god. Maybe. I think that was their plan.
yeah, but too bad we live in the age of the internet, and it's way too easy to talk about, like, holy shit, did you hear about Raidu of Healer? Like, yeah. That thing's fucked up. Um, but also, there was a, uh, <laughs> there's a thriving community of Mikumiku dance meme makers on YouTube for Genshin Impact and also other stuff, but mostly Genshin Impact. That's what I'm. Wait, is that what MMD stands for? Miku Miku Dance. Yes. As far I as I thought, I'm aware. it stood for some sort of like, uh, like Last editing checked, that's software. That is that actually is the name of it. Why would you name an editing software that way? Well, because it was primarily used for Vocaloid stuff originally, and then people started importing new models to it. It's kind of like Source Filmmaker, but not as good. Whatever. Anyways. So that that's all the context you need on that entire part of the Genshin fandom. Um, but there was a meme featuring uh, Ether and Hu Tao that is literally just like a, a recontext of a scene from Redo of Healer. And then immediately after the part that the meme adapts, the... Uh, Okay, <laughs> it's so weird. It's just so weird. Dude takes off his pants. Takes off all his clothes, actually. And then it's like, do you want to go to the future or do you want to just stay here and be a bitch? And the girl's like, I want to go to the future. I want to murder people. Yeah. And so she, like, has sex with him? I don't know. I'm so confused. Again, if you're looking to me for context, I have nothing to give you. I, d I wasn't looking for at you for context. I'm just so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. But yeah, so um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's end on a high note. <laughs> let's end on a high note. Um. Key of C. <laughs> I, I I don't remember music. Neither do I. It's been a long um, time. High notes. Uh, well, I didn't watch any anime. I, I, I um. Uh, I've I've been keeping up with Dungeon Boonies. That's good. That's good. Well, I guess tell a lie. I have watched anime this week. I watched an episode of Dungeon Boonies on Monday. <laughs> I mean, I suppose tell a lie for me as well. I watched uh, what you call it, Re Zero on Wednesday. So ReZero stay is has stayed excellent. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. Didn't and I guess this is a spoiler for ReZero season two, whatever part two. Yes. Uh so uh let's cover years for the next fifteen seconds. Doesn't Puck come back? Yes. And that was like a big like happy moment for the fandom or something? I believe so, yes. I have no context. I hate that thing. <laughs> it's it's a tiny little cat that lives inside a gemstone. It's it's a nice it's a nice guy. He's 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 cool. He's cool. He tried I mean he tried to destroy the world on multiple occasions, but it's it's whatever. What? You know what? Let's not get into it. <laughs> um Fair enough. But but yeah, like I said in Taste of the Season, I've been keeping up with uh dungeon boonies it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it is it is enjoyably bad incredibly enjoyably bad 
right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, as I said, I I wanted to like watch, um, Jobless Reincarnation, like episode episode week to week. I can't. I don't really? mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a good way. It looks so good. It, the first episode was so good that I want to watch all of it at once. That is fair. That is perfect. So I've been diligently avoiding spoilers. <laughs> I will when the when the last episode drops. Is it? No, not not Monday. Two Mondays ago. Two two Mondays from now. Two weeks, I think. Okay. It's eleven episodes. Really? Only eleven? Yes, okay. according to my anime list. Yeah. Um, Anything's possible. Ah, uh, then I will watch it all, and I will, I, I will hopefully just be encapsulated in high quality feelings of goodness. I hope so. I hope so. I, have, <laughs> I mean, I've also, I, I've been wanting to watch it week to week, but between the podcast and school stuff, it's just a lot. And so it's, but... it probably is better digested as a single whole than as a bite-sized week-to-week thing maybe i don't know really the only thing i've been keeping up with is re-zero personally i've been keeping up with dungeon boonies and with yuru camp yuru camp because it's just a week a weekly dose of comfort for the soul Uh, even the tiny clips that you send me (laughs) After episodes come out, are just so wholesome. Uh, they make my heart feel good, which is good because I have a serious heart issue, and uh, I should probably get that looked out, but not right now. Uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's until nothing. proven otherwise, you are immortal. I mean, admittedly, my heart hasn't beaten in like 16 years, but I'm sure that's not. I'm sure that's not an issue. Ah, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't need blood right <laughs> but uh but yeah. So yeah anime been anime has been anime yeah anime has continued to be anime stroganoff has been stroganoff that it has and uh we have been anime stroganoff i have been lilith and i have been eli and we will see you next time or on the discord or on the discord link in the description